AM 600 KROD proudly presents the Don Haskins Show. The Don Haskins Show, two hours of talk with the bear live from Fuddruckers West. Join KROD for dinner and conversation with the bear. For the next two hours, get into the mind of Don Haskins. Brought to you by EPT Management Company, Howdy's, Land America Lawyers Title of El Paso, McCrory's Pharmacy, Price's Creameries, Radisson El Paso Airport, The Rental Network, Technology Management Solutions, and Time Warner Cable. And now, live from Fuddruckers West at I-10 and Mesa, here are your hosts, Steve Kaplowitz and Don Haskins. All right, welcome everybody as... We are ready to go for another edition of the Don Haskins Show. Steve Kaplowitz with you, live from Fuddruckers here on the west side of town at 5030 North Desert Boulevard, 880-5763, 880-KROD. And we've got some great specials, including what the heck is happening to your headphones? Um, are you all right there? You okay? My- there's <clears throat> nothing wrong with the headphones in my head. Ah, I see. There's the answer. Of course, the Hall of Famer, Don Haskins, are with us as well. And we're going to spend two hours talking uh, basketball, talking hoops with Coach and some special guests as well. We'll take your phone calls at 880-5763, 880-KRD. It's like you've never seen that headphones, uh, the headset before in your life. I don't know what's going on. There's a fat guy had it. Evidently. Yeah. Um, let me. I, I'll, I'll. I'll try to work on those for you. See if I can help fix that. Uh, in the meantime, we've got uh, some very special guests. Keith Adams will be joining us momentarily, as she'll be talking UTEP women's basketball with us. And Carl Bailey, the head coach of the Franklin Cougars basketball team, will be along for the ride as well. We've got great prizes we're giving away, including some. 66-line T-shirts, courtesy of Sports World. I've got pairs of tickets for the Texas versus the Nation game happening a week from Friday. The autographed Chignovacek NFL game ball we're giving away. A $50 Border Bucks gift card from Howdy's Food Marts. I've got UTEP basketball tickets, tickets to Bart Reed's comic strip, all sorts of great prizes. All you got to do is come on down and uh, be part of the program. Well, Coach, the Miners have looked very good basketball-wise at home. And on the road, I think they're making progress. Last night, they were in it till the end, but unable to make some free throws down the stretch and thus losing to uh, Rice by six. Well, you know, uh, free throwing, I've had good teams and bad teams. Shooting free throws most of the time, I think it gets back to procedure. Yeah. You know, you got to work on the same things each day. And uh, the one, it kind of surprised me that... uh, um, you know, our best player missed some, but, sure. you know, I've seen everybody miss free throws and, and at inopportune times. But uh, um, I think uh, our coach is doing a great job with the players. Yep. We got uh, really good teams in our league. And um, I can't remember who they beat early in the year or had an overtime with a top ten team. They've, right. been, they've been close a couple of times. Well, they've yeah. got one of the best players, if not the best player in Conference well, USA, and uh, Morris Allman. He, he's uh, ranked uh, third in the nation in scoring. He got yeah. 26, 27 last night. That's right. Twenty, and, Actually, um, 29 last night. It has really come down to making some free pitches. Uh, uh, I always ask Bob Stoll to look at the shot chart. We, we shot so many shots in the lane, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where you want to get them. Uh, I can't, I can't wait for our game on Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Uh, we got, we, we've got a 
team in the making that could be really, really, really good. We're going to only lose one of these guys. Um, not knocking the guys we got playing inside this year, yeah. but if we were to get a guy about six ten, could really rebound. Um, be unbelievable how good this team could get. Let's uh, start the phones off right now with uh, Andy from <coughs> Central El Paso. Andy, you're first up today. Welcome to the Don Haskins Show. How are you, Andy? Hi, Steve. Hi, Coach. How you doing, Andy? Good. I got a question. Um, when you obviously, it's, it's been a number of years since you stopped coaching, but you really no, when wait, you're actually wait. watching. Uh, wait, just a second. Ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been eight years. Only eight years, Andy. All right. Uh, but when you're watching the game, are you really analyzing the plays and thinking what play you would have run for this or what play you would have run for that, offense and defense in your mind and are, how you would have? Are you talking about during the game? Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Well, see, normally when you prepare for a team, uh, you do all your preparation uh, in the days before, you know, before the game. And very rarely... Do you do something different? But once in a while, I'm, I know that I used to have assistants write about, oh, it'd be 15, 20 things down. And they'd say, Coach, you want to try this? And I'd say, no. You want to try this? No. But every once in a while, something would pop up. Uh, like uh, I remember one night, uh, Tim Floyd, we were having a problem over at New Mexico. And he said, Coach, you think we ought to try a triangle in two? And we did, and we won the game. But not very often do you change. Uh, I've often said that bench coaching, uh, there's not as much to it as a lot of people think. If, if you're prepared to play, uh, you're going to uh, pretty much carry out all the things that you, that you practice on all week. All right. Thank you, Coach. You bet. Thanks, Andy, bye-bye. Good stuff. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for the question. All right. 880-5763. How you doing, babe? 880-K-R-O-D as uh, we continue and just popping in and uh, going to join us all hour long right now is uh, one of the great stories so far of the basketball season coach and the uh, head coach for the UTEP women, Keith Adams. And when you talk about uh, one of the great stories so far, you've uh, really uh, talked about what uh, Keith has been able to do with this team this year. Coach. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been fantastic and uh, Keith might not know this, but um I have a hard time getting down that tunnel, and I've watched a couple games from upstairs. It's easy for me to get up there, and uh, I'm going to be there. I think we play Friday. Yep, tomorrow Play Sunday, and uh, I don't like to pick out players, but uh, you got one player that I just love, and that's the little gal from Gadsden. Now, I'll tell you what. Now, you talk about putting your heart and soul in it. Yes, sir. She puts her heart and soul in it. And you've got some players around there that are really, really playing well. And uh, I know you can tell us a little more about that. Yeah, Anna um, has played for us. Uh, she's a senior, so she's uh, got a lot of experience. And the thing that she's done uh, from day one as a freshman, I mean, she's the, you could call her the glue and tough as nails. Uh, I, I've liked her from day one. Yes, me too. And uh, it's kind of funny how that all happened, her um, – her aunt worked at UTEP and called me and was talking about her niece. And I said, well, bring some game film. And she brought a couple game tapes over. And I really liked what I saw. I thought she was really fundamental and made good decisions. And 
Um, it was at a time period where it was in May and we couldn't actually go out and see him play live. So I had I really made the decision off of two uh, two films, but I tell you, she was uh, did a lot of little things that go unnoticed. And and when I made that decision, I really didn't know how much heart Anna had. And then boy, what a joy it's been to coach her. So uh, you know, it's been great too. It's her senior year and. She's gone through this with us and, and trying to help us get the program well, where we're at. And it's been fun seeing her playing with this team. And uh, her leadership is uh, definitely, because she plays so hard, it's just huge for our team. Uh, Keith, I want to change the subject just a little before I forget it. Have you ever heard of Norm Ellenberger, who was my assistant here a few years ago? I've heard and, the name, uh, yes. Uh, he coached several years in New Mexico. Okay, Norm is in... Uh, Upper Michigan, above the lake. And his wife is uh, the women's coach, at, and that's a small school. And, you know, we all know, you know, like Larry Baird come from French right. Lick. And, you know, you can find him anywhere. Right. But I have got a letter for you. They have got a girl there that Norm swears will be a good college player. Okay. And uh, uh, she's 6'4". Run. Okay. It's six four. <laughs> got her, okay. that's a, that's got a her attention. Dang. Okay. And uh, um, he says she can really run. Now, Norm coached uh, New Mexico here, Indiana, and the Chicago Bulls. And I would think he would know an athlete. Right. And I've got all that info at home. Okay. And well, until well, you better... showed up today, I, f I almost forgot it. You can't forget about something no, like that, Coach I know, Haskins. I when know. we're talking players. I know. <laughs> but uh, now it's a tiny, tiny school. That's okay. And uh, she's averaging 30 a game. And I don't think that means anything. It but, doesn't. Uh, Norm says she's an athlete. Okay. And uh, six four athlete. Uh, yeah, that, that might not be that, bad that, for... Uh, that, you know, well, it'll, his wife is her coach. He coaches the boys, and they, they're in kind of retirement, but his wife has coached for seven or eight, ten years, and uh, uh, all of these kids are from different countries. It's okay. a funny thing, but this gal was in Florida last year, and they won a state championship. Okay. Well, I, I, I need to get that, I, that info from yeah, you. I've, I've got it at stuff. home, got her... I got Norm's uh, number, uh, his wife's number, and I don't remember the girl's name. Seems you know like, what grade she's in? Uh, she's a four-point student. I know that. Is she a junior, senior? No, she's a senior. Okay. Not yet. Well, i tell you what. Uh, I don't, tall, I don't, tall post I, I never kids have, are hard to find. I never have found a four-point student that was very good. Well, well Brandon Wolf was a 4.1, so and he's I can't only, say uh, that. he's on UTEP's all-time leading career. Yeah, there right. you go. That's not bad. All right, let's do this, guys. Let's let's take a caller. We got uh, Omar from the west side of town. Omar, thanks for getting through. You're up next on the Don Haskins Show. Hello. How you doing, Omar? Uh, how you doing, Cat? Good. Got a, a question for Coach. Uh, it's more of a it's more of a comment, Coach. I just want to say, first of all, I'm a big fan. I'm also a season ticket holder. Coach, the reason I'm calling is because a few weeks back I uh, went to a game at the Don Haskins Center. And I noticed that all the championship banners had been taken down. <clears throat> also noticed that all the tournament banners had been taken down, Coach. And I uh, just want to let you know how that saddens me, that all our tradition and our history has been taken down like that. Uh, I've been asked that question several times here lately. I have no idea. I don't know if it's the athletic department or, or it's special events. Uh, uh, I always thought it was a real good recruiting tool. Um uh, 
I can promise you, Keith is going to put some up there too. So I can hope we keep putting. It'd be banners good, wouldn't up. it? Yeah, it would be. Omar, we thank you for the phone call. Thank you, Omar. From, from what I've heard, guys, they told me they ran out of space for banners. There was no more room to put up any other banners. So the reason they took all the current banners down was to put smaller ones up just to have room if they need to put more banners on the wall on the uh, on the rafters. I think the more uh, banners you can have up, the better. Because I guess you know one thing about you know the junior college that I was at. We had uh, a lot of banners hanging up there. The men had won three national championships there. Yep. Um, we, had, we had banners all over. And uh, one thing that that does is when the opposing team comes in, you know, those kids walk in, they start looking up, and you see banners all over the place. And it, it does. There's, it adds to that. And, you know, we went and played La Tech. Let me tell you what, don't think we didn't all know it. We walked in there, and La Tech women, they have all those banners. You, it definitely does add something to uh, yeah. your program. And I was in Ruston last week uh, for a men's game, for a New Mexico State men's game, and every banner I saw was, 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 was women. Yes. There, was, there was only one men's banner, and that was Carl Malone. Yeah. Well, that was it. Um, the men need to play better then. <laughs> and uh, I have a hard time believing there's not enough space up there. we got a lot of space put banners up and you know uh the last uh, three or four years you know last year we went to the national invitational tournament Mm -hmm. uh the year before we went to the national invitational and the ncaa tournament and one of the banners i noticed it when i walked in uh, was the old old border conference Mm -hmm. in 1957 because that was a team that the first black player in the South played on, Charlie Brown. George McCarty was the coach. And uh, I have a hard time believing they don't have enough space up there. Uh, before we go to our first break, uh, let's go to uh, Jerry from the east side of town. Jerry, thanks for the call. You're up next on the Don Haskins Show. How you doing, Steve? Fine, uh, Jerry. Coach brought back some memories uh, when he was talking about Norm Ellenberger, and I was wondering if, if Coach remembers two guys that were – really a thorn in the miners' side, a guy named uh, Marvin Johnson. He was an unbelievable shooter. I don't, Michael, even, I don't even like Michael his name. <laughs> I didn't like his name either. Michael uh, wasn't they good? I'm telling you, those two guys were tremendous. Michael Cooper went on to play for the Lakers for several right. years and uh, was a great player. And I was no, going to ask Coach but, and, who, go ahead. who he thought was uh, the, the deadliest or the best outside shooter that he ever saw in the collegiate ranks, and I was going to tell him my choice was Rick Mount of Purdue, and I didn't know if Coach remembers, remembers him or not. Oh, I, I do remember him. Uh, um, I'm bad, bad at names, but uh, there was a player over at Utah several years ago, and I remember that we guarded him with uh, Gary Brewster, but he was second leading scorer in the nation that year. Can't recall his name. Mike but he, Newland? Mike no, no, it wasn't Mike Newland. Uh, he oh, was on okay. the same team. But this guy, you talk about shoot. He could really shoot. And, you know, you mentioned Cooper. Now, who was the first guy you mentioned? Marvin Johnson. Marvin Johnson was one of the best shots I ever saw. And why he didn't play better in the NBA, I don't know. But uh, I thought he was a better shot than Michael Cooper. Cooper had kind of an ugly shot, but it went in, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. 
Thanks yeah. a lot, Coach. Nice yeah, job, thank Jerry. You. That's a very good question. Thanks for the phone thank call. You. All right, we need a break. We're going to come back, continue our conversation all hour long with UTEP women's coach Keitha Adams. You have a question for Coach Adams, 880-5763. You've got a question for the Bear, 880-KRD. We're back right after this from Ruckers West. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue more of the Don Haskins Show live from Fuddruckers here on the west side of town. Come on down and join us. Plenty of room in the bar and the restaurant. Opportunities to enjoy Dollar Miller Light. Uh, actually, Dollar Miller Light Long Necks, folks. Dollar Miller Light Long Necks. And uh, you can come on down, sit back, relax. And uh, you, uh, from what I understand, uh, spent part of your day earlier at Fuddruckers. Is that true? Yes, I did. Um uh, uh, an old fat friend of mine in Arkansas, yeah. who I've been, uh, we've been fishing several years together. He's a terrible hunter, but good fisher. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, JT, it's, uh, his name is Jimmy Thompson. He lives up at uh, High Rolls. Okay. And I told him to listen because I was going to tell him. He had a pound hamburger, eat it easy. And, um, was he now? Was it this store? Was it this store? Was it the east side? No, no, it's the east side store. Oh, the one off the gateway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, it was that nice. off gateway, and I met him over there. And uh, uh, God, didn't this guy cook? I bet. You ever heard of black black eyed peas and hog jowls? Uh, the first part, yes. The second part, no. <laughs> Coach, well, uh, black eyed peas oh, and mustard. That's why. Oh, you got it. Now you got to go to Oklahoma or Arkansas, and. Uh, um, what was that second part? Hog what? Hog jowls. Hog jowls? Jowls. Jowls. What is that? God, tell him, Keitha. He don't know. What's a hog jowl? I'd say it's uh, the part meat. Of, it's part right meat the off the face, head. Face, the head. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> Good night. I'm sticking with the burgers here. No, it's a well, safer uh, bet. I didn't say they weren't good, but okay. I'm talking about black-eyed peas. You know you have black-eyed peas? Yes. Uh, at the holidays for good luck. Right. I like uh, JT's any time of the year. I hear that. All right. Let me uh, take another caller and, uh, as we continue. Mel has been waiting from the west side of town. Mel, you're up next on the Don Haskins Show. Okay. We just lost Mel. Let me try Enrique, who's uh, on the lines. Enrique, thanks for the call. Hey. How you doing, guys? Good, Enrique. Fine. What's up? Uh, how are you, Coach? I'm doing fine. Listen, uh, the sharpshooter from Utah was Luther Tiki Burton. His name is what? Luther Tiki Burton. He said Luther. Luther Burton. See, his nickname I was Tiki. I, I didn't know. I didn't know the Luther, but yeah. you're right about the Burton. Tiki Burton. <laughs> he was and, a uh, Burton. Um, this is yeah. Just, this is uh, to show how amazing. Uh, how did you remember player, that? This is to show how amazing of a defensive player Gary Brewster was, because BYU and Utah traveled together, and the, the Thursday before, Gary Gary Brewster stopped. A couple of 6'11 guys, he and John Staffel, one of them, Kite, who played for the Boston Celtics, and he stopped these this 6'11 guys, and then on Saturday, he guarded 6'2 Tiki Burton. 
he, you know. I had two guys in my career, and maybe more, but right offhand. Uh, Jim Forbes could guard a guard, forward, or center, and the same with Brewster. Yeah. Brewster uh, could go to half court, so could Jim Forbes, and uh, that's pretty rare. Yeah. But he, I remember uh, Burden got a basket here, and um, um, I, I had I had Brewster out of the game, and Burden uh, Brewster replaced himself. He didn't want that guy to score anymore, and I think he got five or six points. But, yeah, uh, he was averaging thirty. He was yeah, averaging right. close to thirty. You're right. He was a great shot. Good stuff. Enrique, appreciate the phone call. Thanks for getting no, in with that no information. Problem. My pleasure. 880-5763-880-KROD if you want to get into the show. Keith, we, we just heard some of the callers talking about uh, you know their memories of, of great UTEP games, players, opponents. It's that kind of tradition that made the man that we're sitting next to such a legend here in El Paso. You're on your way to continuing that tradition with the women's team. And uh, after the years that we've spent together working for UTEP, uh, the last you know, you know three, four years, you've now been able to really put together that breakthrough season that everybody's been waiting for and been talking about since you first arrived in El Paso. Well, I tell you what, Steve, um, it's an honor just to be here at UTEP, and uh, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed my experience here. It's been a learning experience. It's been it's been tough. It's been a challenge. Uh, you know, when you go into a program uh, that's not had much tradition and not much success and, and you're trying to build it and get it started, uh, it, it takes time. And, uh, you know, one thing that's been great, Bob Stahl's been really supportive of me and uh, and the president, they've been awesome. And, uh, you know, we've uh, just been slowly getting better and better each year. You know, last year we had some tough injuries and uh, we've been fortunate to get some kids back with some experience and then we brought in a good recruiting class and uh, this year we've been having a, a good season so it's taken time but uh, you know one thing about it um, we've had people that have really been supportive of us through some tough times and now they're they're having a lot of fun and uh, it feels good to to be on that other side and um, you know I just appreciate everybody's support and and we're just going to work hard to continue to get better and and uh, keep uh, it going in the direction that we've been going. Keith has got some fans down here tonight. Yes, she does. And you've brought them with you. Couple tables. And it's nice to see more than four or 500 fans in the stands for the games, too. I'm starting to see thousands of people now, three, four, five thousand. And that tells you that this program is capable of doing a lot of things and getting that crowd support. It's good to see that with the victories comes the increased attendance. You know, Steve, every place I go, uh, I'll have some guy or somebody tell me, uh, they've been to one of, and it's fun to watch. You know, she's got a very exciting team. Uh, how big is the little garden in Detroit? She's only about five three. God, I was thought I thought maybe she's she sure plays bigger than that. Right. And uh, uh, one of the words I used to use for somebody you know, could take care of the ball and go everywhere with it, like Nate Archibald, or it was a water bug. She reminds me of a water right. bug. She's everywhere. And a lot of fun to watch. Everybody uh, that wants to watch some good basketball needs to come. Keitha has, uh, uh, it, it's, it's taken her a while. Our program was down pretty good. Uh, she had great teams at the JC, wasn't it Hutch? No, Independence. Independence, excuse yep. me. But I know she had some great teams there. And it was just a matter of time. I've watched her practice. And... Uh, 
her practices are her practices are as intense as the men's. If not more, I've been there too. I've seen it all. And uh, yes, she will get on. Play. I wouldn't want to play good. for Keitha. You know, for years she tried yeah. to get me out to practice with her. Uh-uh. Didn't want any part of that either. So I, I understand the feeling no. too. Hey, you know what's a neat thing about this, this whole profession and playing ball and coaching and one of Coach Haskins' former players came in one day and we were having practice. We just finished up and I kid you not, he was standing at the tunnel and he was just looking out on the court and he just started shaking his head. And he's an older, older fellow now. And I was standing there, I'm like, what are you thinking about? He said, I'm just thinking about all those hard practices. And he was, <laughs> he was remembering it. He was yeah. remembering it just like it was yesterday. And you know what I did? I pulled my team over and I had him talk to the girls and I had him just share a little bit because I, I tell our kids all the time, enjoy it. You know, you get to only go around and play college ball one time yeah. and every day make the most of it, push yourself. Let's do the very best we can and just know that you're playing ball. Those those memories, you're going to always remember. You can probably remember Four scores. Years. When you played ball, you can remember things about when you played ball. I remember quitting every day. <laughs> Practice is hard. I'd say if I make it through today, I'm yeah, but you never do. And uh, uh, I think the thing that players appreciate the most, Keitha, is uh, uh, they remember uh, all the hard practices. Right. They carry that through life. All you, all you girls that are great competitors. There's no problem. Same with the men. Right. The ones that practice and play the hardest. I don't care how good they are. Uh, absolutely no problem. I remember going back to Steve Trudenick, mm -hmm. one of my first players the first year. Uh, Steve now he is one of the best lawyers in the state of Texas and yeah. has taken care of all the movie stuff. But I, I, I told Steve, and I've told this before, maybe all of you out there have heard it. Steve, I don't think you have enough talent to play here. Uh, I'll keep you on scholarship, but you don't have to come out because he's really struggling. He said, I'll stay. And uh, he said, there's no way I'll quit. I'll stay. Well, he was starting guard on a team that's 25 and 3 two years later. And uh, uh, I couldn't believe he'd become a player, but he did through hard work. Mm -hmm. It's a good story. Yep. 880-5763. 880-KROD. As we continue, what is that name, Serge? Let's go to Bronco joining us on the phone lines. Bronco, you're up next on the Don Haskins Show. Thanks for the call. Coach Haskins, how you doing? Doing fine. I don't know if you remember me or not, but uh, I was a football player at UTEP in 1973-74 seasons. And I remember so much about you and some of the things I went through with you and Mo in the locker rooms and the training areas and how you used to come in. And Are you talking about Ross Moore, our trainer? Uh, yes. Okay. And you know what? He, he was a legend. I, he was a legend. Yeah. And you know what? He was number one UTEP all the way, no matter what happened. He doctored up all your players. He doctored up all the football players, and they all played yeah. when, they, when they had to be out there. Bronco, I do. Um, I remember your nickname. What was, what's your last name? Belichewski. Willis Goba Bronco. <laughs> 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 I was the guy that had a mouth bigger than Muhammad Ali. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. You remember no. that? Yeah. I was I the sure barefoot did. kicker that came in. What are you doing now? 
Well, I practiced law for a while, and I'm retired, and I'm here in, in Texas. Don't, don't tell me you're retired. It tells me how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to understand, I was a little older when I came to UTEP. Oh. I had come out of the Marine Corps at the time. Have you been to some of our women's games yet, Bronco? No, I haven't, Coach. Well, now in you fact, need I'm, get over. I, I get will over get over. It. We play tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Well, if you got a big, if your mouth's bigger than Muhammad Ali, we need you to come to the game so you can yell at the refs and cheer on the minors. If you if you can talk it up like that, then you need to come yell. Get for over us. right behind the opposing coach's bench <laughs> and give their girls hell. Now we got we got a couple. Over. All right, and you're gonna hear me. All right, Bronco. Hey. We'll look and forward love, to seeing you tomorrow. Bronco, coach, bring I, someone with you. I will, and listen to me, guys. Coach. You're number one in my heart, and I wish you nothing but the best of health and only the best things in life, Coach. Thank you very much. Bronco, thanks for the phone call. Take care. 880-5763. 880-KROD. Vince is up next on a mobile. How you doing, Vince? Welcome to the Don Haskins Show. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I've got a question for both uh, Coach Haskins and uh, Coach Um they have been around uh, basketball, both boys and uh, girls and uh, men's and women's. And I wonder, what, I'd like to hear their thoughts on the differences in the approach of the female basketball player versus the male basketball players as far as the psychological approach and handling uh, the different genders of the team. What are the differences between men's and women's uh, I mean, I don't want to get into, you know, just the, maybe the top three differences that they see in the approach of coaching men versus women. That's a great, great question, that Vince. Is, that is a very good question, and I want to answer it first. I've, when I started out at Benjamin High School in the little town of Headley, I coached girls basketball for five years. I never had a girl quit. I treated them the same as the boys, every bit the same. Uh, there might have been a lot of things that, uh, you know, what all the language, uh, I don't mean bad language, but getting in their face and making them guard someone. Uh, you're talking about the men and women uh, are, are the same. Keith, you can go on and answer that. But I happen to coach both, and I know there's no difference. Yeah, I, I've... Um I've coached male athletes in, um, in track. I've never coached uh, men in basketball, but I've talked with other coaches who have coached both. And, uh, you know, basically I think you go out there and you approach your coaching and your teaching the same, you know, on the court as you do, you know, both men and women. Um, I think there probably is some differences in, uh, you know, with the women, I've been told from others, sometimes they're a little bit better about being coachable and will listen a little bit more, and sometimes guys get a little bit hard-headed and won't listen I to never, you as much. Keith, now, I that, never with noticed you, they probably listen to every word I you said. I thought both of them were hard-headed. You thought both were hard-headed? I thought men and the girls. Now, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one time, you know, my first year, I almost got ran off this little town of Benjamin. But we come in, we got beat, the boys got beat by Noodle, and the girls got beat story. by Paint Creek. You may have and practiced that night, did Yeah, we practiced till 5 the next morning. And uh, I never heard a complaint out of any player. Had a complaint with one, a lady on the school board. But uh, 
Believe me, the girls can take anything the boys yeah. can. Well, I was just going to say that, that, that what I've been told from others, the game, you teach it and approach it the same. You know, I think uh, with the ladies, yeah, if, they, if you get them bought in, they'll run through a wall for you. Um, and I think that, you know, it's just important that your approach is good with them. But, uh, you know, basketball's basketball. And uh, I think that uh, the men are awfully competitive. And you go out there and you find, you find young ladies that are competitive like that. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to coach competitive kids. And um, it's been a great experience for me. And I've, and I've enjoyed watching uh, coaches practice and, and picking up things from uh, both men and women. You can uh, steal a lot of ideas from uh, coaches, uh, regardless if it's men or women. All right, Vince, appreciate the phone call, and thanks for the question. Very, uh, very good question. It was. All right. We'll take another break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Tony. More with Keith Adams as the Don Haskins Show continues live from Fuddruckers West right after this on News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue at a very busy Fuddruckers West here in the bar. Keith Adams talking UTEP women's hoops with us. We've got full phone lines as well. Want to remind you that uh, UTEP will continue their homestand tomorrow night, 7.05, as they take on UCF. And uh, you've got to be just happy to be getting back at home after all these road trips you've taken the last few weeks. Oh, it'll, be, it'll be nice to play at home. We've got uh, two big games uh, Friday, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, we play Central Florida. And I tell you, they're, uh, they're athletic, and uh, they really rebound the ball. And uh, we're definitely going to need to be ready to play. And we've had a good week of practice, and uh, it's going to be a good challenge, good ball game. How about Sunday? Sunday, Southern Miss, they've got a really good team. Uh, I like their team. Uh, they have a point guard who's just she's tough-nosed. You know, they only play about seven or eight players, and uh, – it's very clear. They got a very clear picture. They know their roles. Um, they compete. They've got a point guard that leads the team, a scorer and a guard, a post player that really goes to work inside, and uh, they're well coached and they're a good ball club. So we got two big games and um, this conference. I tell you what, it's uh, it's very competitive all the way through. Every night out, uh, you got to be ready to go. I know the uh, tip-off for Friday is 7.05. Is it a 2 o'clock tip on Sunday? 2 o'clock on Sunday. Perfect opportunities for fans to come. There's no football this week, so a great uh, great chance to come down uh, not only tomorrow night but Sunday afternoon and uh, get behind and continue to stay behind, I should say. It's not even get behind anymore. The fans are there. We're starting to see the uh, the spike of, in attendance, the improvement. Now it's just a matter of keeping that support going right. and uh, keeping those Ws piling up because for the first time that I can ever remember, we're starting to talk postseason basketball with UTEP women. It's great. Well, the thing that uh, has been real good about this group, they, um, you know, they've played real unselfish. I think we've got quite a few players that, you know, could go out and score 20, 25 points a night, and they're not, they're not worried about that. Uh, we've done a really good job. We've had success, and I've, I've really commended our girls for just being real unselfish, making the extra pass. Uh, you know, I, I try to encourage him to continue to do that because I think that, you know, first semester we had some really good success early, and a big part of that was that they were very unselfish and they shared the basketball. And, you know, if you guard the ball, we've got to get better on rebound, and I think that's probably been our, our biggest weakness, and, and we've been stressing that and working on it. And, um, you know, you guard it and you rebound it, and then if you're unselfish on offense, 
and you take good shots. Uh, we've, we've had some good, good performances when we've done those things. Let's go back to the phones right now. We've got full phone lines, and we'll start it with Tony from the west side of town. Tony, you're up next on the Don Haskins Show. Thanks for the call. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Coach Adams, just a uh, big congratulations. Thank you. yourself and, and the Lady Meyer. Uh, Appreciate doing it. Wonderful. Thank uh, you. To both of you, Coach Haskins, uh, I spoke to um, John Teichner before about the subject. When you were coaching, it's, you always seemed to have a three-point sharpshooter, regardless if he was uh, drafted for that particular reason or not. But you always seem to have somebody that, uh, in case of an emergency, would shoot the three for you and would bring you up to, to par uh, when you were down. Uh, Coach Adams, I don't know if that's the thing with you, but they, they told me. The three-point shooter doesn't really make a difference. It's just the players. But the last game here with Rice, the men's uh, game with Rice, one other player, Corey, uh, uh, with two shots, two out of three-pointers, and uh, kind of lifted Rice up, although the first uh, free throws were, were down. But did you use a three-point shooter? I think a, a three-point shooter, it's always great to have a three-point shooter. Um, you know, it, uh, it stretches the defense out, and, and uh, there's no question having a good three-point shooter You don't want five of them, though, do you? Well, <laughs> no, because it, it, uh, it can shoot you in, and it can shoot yeah. you out, too, if you let no, it die. No, I'll tell you what. I think uh, one of these days they ought to uh, move that line out because I think three-point shot is uh, a cheap shot. Now, in the NBA... Uh, what are we talking about? Three feet, something like right. that. Now that is, and they've got to where they destroy the three-point line too. But the three-point line to me has made basketball better because you have to get back on defense and go find those three-point shooters. If they got three, you better find them. Right. If they got two, you better find them. And uh, I, I think it's when it first uh, came out, I didn't like it. But uh, it has made defense even better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Used to be you come back and get in a knot in the uh, lane and then go find your people and, and guard them, but not, not today. I think it's a very good question that you ask about the three-point line. The only thing I would have to say, Keith, I don't know. Hey, I've seen women make more threes than men. And I've seen, you know, that contest they have for the right. NBA? Oh, there's some really two, good shooters out there. About yeah. two years in a row, a, a woman won that. Yes. I think she and, played uh, K-State. K-State. Yep. Right. All right. Thank you, Tony, for the uh, question and the phone call. Let's keep moving. Fred's up next from East El Paso. Fred, thanks for the phone call. Welcome to the Don Haskins Show. Thank you. Uh, just want to, uh, first off, uh, thank uh, Coach uh, Keitha uh, Adams, right? Yes. Yeah, I, heard, uh, I guess you got married. Uh, no, actually, I got divorced a long oh, time did ago you? and didn't change my name. But oh. it's, it's uh, it was it was something I should have done a long time ago. But oh well, well, very good. Well, <laughs> but yeah, it's congratulations. There you go. And, and well, she, uh, hey, she's got to say that because her mother and dad. Really. That's right. Oh, my mom and dad. They drove in yeah. today from Oklahoma, so oh, very good. Well, uh, I know well, they're then. happy that uh, they're here, and I'm happy they're there. They're very here. good. Well, I'm happy you're here because, <laughs> man, I got to tell you, you've got that team rolling. Well, thank and, you. Uh, I mean, the last few years, just watching you working and, and getting these ladies. Uh, you know, involved, and, and, man, it's just exciting to see the uh, the women's team up there, you know. Uh, 
It used to be you'd go to a game and, and, and hope they'd win, and now you're there. It's like, man, they're going to roll on this team. Well, we've, so, been, we've been working hard to get the program better, and it's, uh, it's taken some time. But, uh, you know, our, our players, uh, you know, we've got our returning kids who've played quite a bit as freshmen and sophomores. And, you know, they've, been real, they've all had to make an adjustment with the, the newcomers that we brought in, and they've been real good about that. And then we brought in some freshmen and uh, some newcomers that's – added some talent and it's been a good mix and i appreciate those positive comments and well, I, uh, I gotta tell you a lot of it comes from the coach too so you know give yourself some credit well uh, i appreciate that you know, you know one thing I, w I wanted to touch on and that, uh, this one's for uh, coach haskins um you know walking into the the, the don haskins center uh, and uh, uh you know i'm just wondering where did all those banners go <laughs> second question uh, we've had yeah, this show been, about the banners i have no idea I really don't. Uh, I've had I've had that question asked a lot. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. And I was told. See, I was told they were in storage. They were going to use them for the new practice facility. Some of them. And um, the problem was they ran. According to UTEP Athletics, now from the the head man himself, the AD, there was not enough space to hang more banners, which is why they put these uh, these new banners out there. Now, uh, I, well, I think there's enough space, and we need to put some more up. I, I got to tell you, you know, that, 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 you that's, go. our, that's our history there. And, uh, you know, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears came from, uh, from our coach and his players throughout the years. And to just kind of condense them all into well, a, a you couple know, of them. It's just not myself, but uh, uh, the banner that I loved above all was 1957 border champions, yes. border conference champions, and yeah. Charlie Brown, who was the first black player to play in the South, was on that team. Exactly. And that's very historic. George, It was George McCarty, yep. who was one of the two men that hired me, Ben Collins Fred? being the other. Fred? You, you know, that's one thing with those banners is, I mean, it's so much history involved. And uh, little by little, as we're getting older, uh, you know, it's nice to walk in there and see those banners up there, and it kind of takes you back when you read them. I know it's a, a kind of an intimidation factor for the opposing team to walk in through that tunnel and look up and say, oh, my God, yeah. you know, uh, it's going to be hell playing here. Uh, be, just because of the tradition that, that, that Coach Haskins and, and, and all the players, uh, you know. Well, uh, you know, in the last three or four years now, Billy Gillespie uh, had an NCAA banner. Yep. Uh, Doc Sadler had an NIT uh, and an NCAA banner, and if things keep working well for uh, for uh, Coach Adams, uh, we're going to have we're going to add a women's banner this year. Keith, go. how many teams from our league can get in in, in well, women's? I don't uh, I don't know much about that. You know, Conference USA in the past they've had uh, some years where they've had three and four teams. Uh, last year, uh, one team got in. Um, you know. RPIs, there's right now, you know, there's two or three teams that uh, that are up there. Is now, it? what I've tried to do is I've just tried to focus on one day, and, you know, we've just got to keep taking care of business. Right. And, um, you know, our kids, we use the preseason poll that uh, that came out from the coaches in the conference being preseason pick 10th. We've really used that as a, motiva as a motivator. Um, but, you know, after uh, you called me, Coach, after that SMU game, uh, you were talking about how we had raised that bar and that uh, the girls were walking with the target on their back yeah, and that they had to right. be ready. That's and, right. And, you know, I, I really appreciate you calling me on that day and, and sharing that with me because I think that was good advice. And 
we've talked about our players too. You know, we've uh, we've gotten some people's attention, so now we have to raise our level. But we got to continue to try to prove that preseason poll wrong. When the target's on your back, it gets a little tougher, yeah. and you've messed around and put a big target on your back. <laughs> and you know, the thing I wonder about. You know, I'll say this about the NCAA. Uh, they haven't been fair uh, in the in the West. And uh, uh, I don't know how many teams they'll take. But as of right now, if you keep playing the way you are, you, we should be, our women should be in the NCAA tournament. Yep. And I promise you, I think our men should be too. Well, there you go. Um, I've Coach, had, I, I've, gotta, I hate to cut you short, but I'm out of time this hour. We'll continue this next hour, I promise. Hey, that's a good question. It was a good question. Keitha, can't thank you enough for being here with thank us. Thank you. Come back. You're invited anytime you want to be here. I appreciate that, Steve, and thanks, Coach Haskins. Thank you, It's been fun. Keitha. You guys are a joy you to Hour number two of the Don Haskins Show, coming up from Fuddruckers right after this on News Radio KROD.